Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Okay, now here's what I'm going to spring on you. You're not going to like this. Oh, great. I'm so sick and tired of the noncommittal stuff in these games. And not really from you. I'm saying in general, everyone's got, yeah, listen, every freaking game, there's two sides to it. You know why? That's why they made the line that way. Okay, let me try a little thought experiment. I'm going to make the 49ers favored by seven. AJ, who do you like in that game? The Packers. Yes, yes. See, the line is exactly where it is because the world bets on each side of it. If there's disproportionate betting on one, the line will become more expensive on that side. So it's a little less attractive. And eventually, when it's even, the sentiment is when the line stays where it is. That's it. That's the, all the lesson you need in the line. They're going to keep moving it. Imagine there's this girl that you think is the bee's knees, and you're young, single, and or maybe not even young, but single, or maybe you're in an open marriage. Whatever it is, you're looking at the girl, and you're saying, yes, give me some of that. And then they say, okay, but here's the thing. She has a felony assault in her background. A lot of people are going to say, you know, it could, could have been a misunderstanding. Judge might have had it out for it. And then they say, but also she smells in a way that most people find unattractive. Like Harbaugh? Well, again, I, I've never had any romantic interest in Harbaugh. But yes, the rumor is, and I, again, I'm not the one that started this rumor. The rumor is... He smells! But I'm, you know, again, I wouldn't want to have dinner with him anyway. But you could keep adding things, and eventually someone's going to say, you know, I'm out, I'm out. That third felony, forget it. It can't all be a coincidence. And then there's other people still saying, I'm in, I'm in. And then eventually half the people's out, half the people's in, and that's, that's the right place for that uh, pretty girl line if we do that. Here, it's the same thing. The 49ers and Packers yesterday was Packers favored by six. Everyone at the time thought that's about fair. Half the people like one side, half the people. Now, the news comes in Bosa likely to play, very intelligent, likely to play. Fred Warner also likely to play. Oh, 49ers look more attractive. Packers look less attractive. I'll take the 49ers even at five and a half. Boom, the line drops. That that's a good lesson and an important lesson. And it's like any other market. You get a house, and the house has a sore outside that's smelly. All of a sudden, the price goes down. But you know what? At a certain price, people are going to deal with the smell, or they're going to dig up the sore. There's all kind of different give and take in life, and, and also in betting. Okay, let's look at the Titans' bangles. The, get an update there. Okay, the Tennessee Titans now three and a half point favorites over the Bengals. All right, now this is a game that I'm starting to really think. I really am starting to think that I like the Titans in. And Fezzik liked it on the podcast yesterday. And I'm letting you know that maybe as a red herring, because what you're not going to like is we're going to do tomorrow throughout the show a forced bet. Side or total on all four games, and if we dis and we can cross, we can if we disagree, we automatically have a bet with each other, and also the green button is valid for any bet. So if I might just want to fade all four years, no matter what, I can press the green button. So you've got to you got to put four hundred at risk tomorrow, or just don't show up. Just okay. Just text tomorrow and say, give us a good you know thirty minutes notice. Text and say, you know something, I'm not feeling so good. Okay. And then I'll just charge you a hundred for that. I can I can handle that. <laughs> you up for this? I'm up for it. All right, because this will be fun. There's nothing better than seeing someone that's got a big national radio show. Oh, he used to 
be uh, an ultimate fighter. He he retired when he was undefeated in ultimate fighting and as a professional, one and out. And they want to see you uncomfortable. Okay. Right? And that's what my job is. That's fair. Now, a lot of people want to see me uncomfortable. It's just no one can do it. It's tough to do. That's what I'm saying. So, if someone can, that would be a good summer thing. Like, Try to figure out how to make you uncomfortable? No, I know how you could. You know, take, well, my, we should, take, take my remote control. I'd be upset for a long time. We should go to an MMA gym, and you could see how it is against a 1-0 fighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to take our first break. Uh, I, I, uh, make sure to dump that. We don't want that going over the air. <laughs> Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, we mentioned that the Bengals now three-and-a-half-point dogs to the Titans and some good news on the injury front for the Bengals. We questioned even up to yesterday on the podcast how healthy would they be on the defensive front. Well, well here's the thing now. Hendrickson clears concussion protocol, but the other two, the one with the very difficult last name, I think it goes. I'm not even going to try, but. Oh, you're the professional broadcaster. Hit us with it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, no. Are you, <laughs> what's the name? Oh, I don't have the name well, in front of me. Pull it up. I, but what are you here for? Well, to mispronounce names, yeah, you're going to yeah. force well, me I, to mispronounce you a should name? Be, you should be doing. Ogan Joby. Ogan Joby. Ogan Joby. I'll yeah. take that. Okay. Tomorrow, have that ready to go. Oh, boy. And by the way, I don't think it's that. I think it's. Guy nice Antitoko Umpo. That was my first guess. <laughs> but it was funny when I did it. When you did it, it wasn't near as funny. Like you trying to imitate that voice. I can't. Didn't work at all. All right. Um, I think what's fascinating about the Bengals here is we talked about it last week is against the blitz, Burrow's amazing. We talked about processing speed, and some quarterbacks are faster than others. Brady's as fast as anyone's ever been. Burrow is as fast as any young player, if not the second fastest right now with Brady. He's right there in the top tier. Now, what is that? You see this front, you see them roll this way, and instantly a step off the snap, you know, oh, this is disguised, they're doing this, they're doing this, so I'm supposed to go here. It's millisecond stuff. It's not second stuff, like one second, two seconds. It's millisecond stuff. And it's not even something you can know You know why some... Like, like I often say this, if Fezzik and I are in a deep, deep thinking conversation, Contest, I feel good about it. If it's you got a millisecond to make a decision, I, he's a big favor. He he's, thus he's a better card counter than me. He can count cards very well in blackjack because he he's able to do the instant stuff. Where I might think, well, what about? And then even just thinking, what about? I'm too late. Right. So there's different types, and a lot of hustlers. And I'm not saying this is fast, but a lot <laughs> of guys that are fast talkers that like work in boiler rooms. 
you would think they're brilliant because they talk so fast. They got all the angles. They're not. They, they, they were repeating a variation of a theme again and again, but they got quick minds. Right? So in the NFL, you can have a guy that has an amazing Wonderlick score. And again, we can question Wonderlick's metric as a metric of intelligence, but it does something to measure your quickness of mind. And you could have an amazing Wonderlick score and actually not be a fast processor. I don't know if vice versa can happen. I think if you get a nine, you probably aren't a fast processor. But you could have an average score and be a fast processor. So, in general, Burrow is elite at this. Well, when does that matter? It matters against the blitz, where you got to quickly make decisions. Well, last week, the Raiders didn't blitz hardly at all. The Raiders don't blitz. They don't blitz and cover three. Good point. And you know what? It made Burrow not as good. They won, but it was a close game. And it went under the total, as we predicted. Seven field goals. Now, this week, you got the Titans. They used more disguise coverage, but I think it was fifth, but they're right around fifth in blitzing the least. So, Raiders were number one not blitzing, and Burroughs' talents didn't get a chance to shine. Now, I think against the Titans, again, they won't get a chance to shine because they're not going to see a lot of blitzing. Any thoughts on the game other than that? Uh, that makes a lot of sense. I think the home road splits are also pretty big here. Tennessee's been great at home this year, and the Bengals have been rough on the road. Losses to the Jets, Bears, and Browns this season so far. So, I don't agree with you there, and, and here's where I would... Explain my disagreement. In general, if you look at a concept called correlation, it's if something happens now, how correlated is it to the future? So, if someone eats bad food and you first three days you see them at the office, they're eating Twizzlers or something or whatever random bad food, chances are there's a correlation. They're not eating celery sticks most of the time. And you just happen to see the Twizzlers. Sure. But there's other things that aren't correlated. One thing that isn't is home field performance over the course of short periods of time. Since there's only 16 games, you're going to have eight typically, or I guess there's 17 now, you're going to have eight or nine home field games if there's not a neutral. And you know what? If you look year to year, you see a lot of four and, uh, well, let's do four and four, and then seven and one, and then one and seven. And it goes within certain ranges. And there's also, though, things like the Giants that have been over now a decade plus correlated to do better on the road than you would think relative to home performance. So, with some, a handful of teams, a tiny handful, there is this real home road balance, uh, or, or in this case, correlated year to year overperformance or underperformance. I wouldn't say like which of these would you say that you feel like there's a long hit? Because the Bengals typically have had a good home field with Tennessee and Cincy. Do you think that there's a long history of either of them being either good or bad home in a way? No. Yeah. So I think year to year it becomes a little bit of just random, but there are a handful that is longer. I agree with you. I also think that sometimes home road splits matter more with young quarterbacks, young coaches than it does with a veteran team. Say that one more time. I think that being on the road can be more of a distraction if you're if you've got a young team or a young coach versus. No, when you say distraction, it makes me think about the night before they're at the strip club. But you mean where the the loudness of the stadium and stuff. Yeah, again. yeah. I think that's true. I think, and I think in the playoffs, though, it probably means more. Like if you look, watch the Cincinnati game last week when they were home, that home crowd seemed to mean something. 
You know, they, I, there was guys at PFF that went to that that were saying they've never seen a crowd that engaged and symbiotically with the team. Uh, they've been c- waiting a long time. <laughs> 30 plus, <laughs> right? So, so I think the circumstances can be different, no doubt about it. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Now, Tampa Bay and the Rams, I'm actually going to give a epiphany best bet on that by the end of the show. So let's wait on that game because I got it. I'm going to give a bonus best bet there. Why don't we talk Bills Chiefs? Yeah, the Buffalo Bills. Now we're looking at just under two at the Chiefs. All right, so Chiefs are at home. Chiefs are favored. You said that like a riddle. The Bills are just under two at the Chiefs. So who's favored? The Chiefs are favored yeah. by just under two. And, and, and you didn't say it though. I apologize. Are you shook up a little bit? No. Okay, because you got a bat tomorrow, remember? I'm ready. All right. So, (laughs) Chiefs are are, uh, favored by between one and a half and two. The money has been on the bills, and it looks like it's pressing down. Down. Now, I I heard on a Ringer podcast today, and I checked it. It makes a ton of sense. Pull up the schedule, maybe, AJ. You can use my new schedule sheet. That I made a mistake on yesterday. We're we looking for Bills or Chiefs. We're gonna look at the Bills. Now, you could make the case that the Bills offense started the year against a lot of cupcakes, but if you actually look at the defense, you could make the case later in this year, the Bills played a pretty tough group of D's. And the case is being made that there's all kind of dismissing of the Bills as an offense because of the strength of schedule, which is generally weak. But if you look at it, second half of the year or so. Run down some of the teams they've played. They've actually played some tough Ds. Now, obviously, New England twice would be on the list. Indianapolis. Indianapolis, a very good D. At New Orleans. A very good D. The two games against New England. A good D. At Tampa. So, I mean, in a way, you got to look at strength of schedule, both offense versus defense and vice versa. And even Carolina, who, I mean, they're uh, good at anything, it's defense. Oh, for, I think they're certainly an above average D. Yeah. So, I mean, in a weird way, we can feel really sure, I think, about the Bills' offense, not as sure about their defense. We talked about this uh, on the podcast about Josh Allen, and you can make the case that Josh Allen, over the last two years, is just a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. And, And that's an interesting debate, is if you said... Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, let's not go by reputation, let's go by performance, that this year, Josh Allen outperformed Mahomes, and last year, he outperformed Mahomes, Josh Allen. And thus, if you say over the last two years, now listen, I did all right in algebra, but if A is greater than B and C is greater than D, then A plus C has to be more than B plus D. But if you say who's the better quarterback... Most people aren't going to say Josh Allen. But if you got two years that says it, how isn't he? 